Welcome to the Purposeful Parenting Podcast. I'm Harriet Rowe, wife and mother of four adult children, three girls and one boy, all graduates of the United States Military Academy at West Point. Grab a cup of tea or coffee, get cozy, and take in your weekly dose of Purposeful Parenting. Here we go. Welcome to the first episode of Purposeful Parenting in the year 2022. I'm so glad you're here. How are you feeling now that Christmas is behind you and the new year is into its what, its fourth day? I can remember as a child feeling kind of let down after the Christmas was over. How about you? Did you ever feel like something else should happen once Christmas was over and New Year's was over, especially Christmas? I just felt like there should be something more. And it was one of those feelings like, uh, what else is there? What else is going to be happening? There's got to be something. It was like a, a blah feeling, like sort of a let down type of feeling. Do you know what I mean? Have you ever felt like that after the Christmas holidays and then after New Year's? Now, putting up the decorations was so much fun and festive and you're looking forward and the kids are excited about Santa Claus coming and opening up their gifts. Then you take a look at the tree at the end of Christmas and for a lot of people at the end of New Year's, and you know you have to start taking them down. And that can be a chore. And at least for me, I just looked at that as a chore. And it can be sort of depressing. Well, believe it or not, a lot of people can go into a funk or even a depressive type of feeling after the holiday hoopla winds down and all of the celebrating's over. Now, I never reached the point where I found it difficult to function, but believe me, I did feel like something else should be happening other than going back to work or other than going back to school. So believe me, holiday blues or holiday depression or post-Christmas blues is something that a lot of people feel. And some people don't get out of it easily. These terms, holiday blues, holiday depression, or post-Christmas blues, they're commonly used expressions to depict that mental distress that can occur after the Christmas holidays and New Year's is over. Now, Adults aren't the only ones that can feel this post-Christmas blues. It's possible for children to fall into that slump too, whether they're three, four, five years old, and teens can, can get that slump. So here are some suggestions for looking to know what's going on, how it can happen, and how you can avoid it taking place. Well, first and foremost, It's very important that you keep the true meaning of Christmas up front and know, let your children know, yes, Christmas, you're going to be, you got gifts and you gave gifts, but remind them of the true meaning of Christmas and keep that in focus. 
Keep the lines of communication open. Make sure you know your child and you've paid attention to how their moods are. Are they still active and happy? Or do you see that they're sleeping a little more than usual? So basically, what you want to do is stay in tune with your child's behavior. Are they eating the same or or have they lost their appetite? Are they sleeping more? Do they seem withdrawn? Now, these things might sound pretty dramatic, but believe me, children can experience post-Christmas blahs. So the first thing you want to do is recognize that they may be going through something like this. Now, I'm not trying to tell you to go looking for problems where problems don't exist. But what I am saying is to know your child and be aware of what's going on and work to avoid having them feel like they're wondering what's next after all of the Christmas gaiety and the New Year gaiety is over. Because even if your child was pleased with the toys that they got and the gifts that they had given and the celebrations that they attended, they probably had a great time. But even with all of that, some children can experience this letdown that I'm talking about after the holidays. And it's sort of like I said, they ask themselves, now what? And they may even be dragging, feeling like they have to go back to school. Or parents, you may be feeling the same way about going back to work. So some of the things that I'm going to talk to you about is something that you can use again for yourself too. But it's very, very important that you make sure you're paying attention to your child and help them to either avoid this post-holiday blah, blue type situation, or at least know how to deal with it. So like I said, this feeling can manifest sadness, anxiety, or depression. And some of the children who may be young may not even realize what they're feeling and what they're going through. So once again, parents, it's going to be up to you to know and pay attention to your child. So let's take a look at some of the strategies that you can use if you do notice that your child is going through this, or some of the things that you can do to help avoid the situation. And just like with everything else with your child and your children, communicating and sharing feelings can help them understand and to work through it. One thing that you can do is put your child in a situation where they can see and understand that there are a lot of people who are less fortunate than they are. So teach them that while toys and gifts are awesome, that not everybody gets them. And you can do this by, for for instance, putting together a meal for a needy family and having your child help as much as possible with that and even taking the meal over to wherever the people will be picking the meal up. You can take a trip with your child to a store to purchase a new toy and have them 
go with you to drop it in a donation box. Or you can find an event where um, where you can physically hand things over to a child. Participate in community events that act as fundraising for children. Once again, what you're doing is showing your child that they had there are people who are a lot more less fortunate than what they are and helping your child to see that they can give and they can help people. Another thing you can do is have your child write thank you letters. They've gotten gifts from their grandparents and from their aunts, maybe their friends, their neighbors. So have them take the time to sit down and write a nice thank you letter for that person that gave them that gift. And if they're too young to write, then have them draw pictures or scribble something on the paper. And then you can ask them something that they want special in that letter and write it for them. So basically what you're doing is shifting the focus from sadness to helping your child feel the thankfulness. And remember that word gratitude, helping your child feel the gratitude for what he or she has and for what he or she is able to do for someone else. And as I mentioned earlier, these are things that you can do also. So it'll be helping you. If you find that you have those post-Christmas or post-holiday blues or blahs. These are things that will help anybody feel better about what they're going through. So another thing you can do is remind your children of the different possibilities and things that will be coming up. For instance, there are going to be a lot of activities that's going to be happening in the upcoming days. There's Valentine's Day. There are birthdays that'll be taking place. There are X number of days left before school and vacation. So sit with your child and go over some of these events that will be happening in the next year. Remember, there are going to be some other parties, birthday parties. There are going to be a lot of things that are coming up. You'll be going on trips or maybe to theater. There may be a movie that your child has been excited about or that you can tell them about. They may not even know it's coming on and they can look forward to that. So let them know that just because Christmas is over and just because the holiday for uh, the new year is over, things don't stop. There are other things to be excited about. And of course, you want to make sure you're creating family time. You can sit down and have a new board game that you play together, taking long walks or sipping on hot chocolate, reading a book together. And some of you are very uh, very good with being creative when it comes to craft. And you can share this with your child. Basically, you're creating memories so that you and your child and the rest of the family can have some moments that you enjoy and that you can look back on. You want to give your children a reason to love what happened for during the holidays and once the holidays are over. And you can always include your child in, in the planning. Ask them, 
what types of things would they want to do that they would want to start as far as a tradition goes? And ask them which traditions that you all have that you like best. So there are a lot of things that you can do with your child so that they are excited about what's coming up and not reflecting on how sad they are that Christmas is over. Now, at some point, school is going to start up again. So what you might want to do if your school did not send homework home with your child, start doing worksheets with them or playing educational games so that you can get their minds back in gear for starting school again. So you see parents, post-holiday blues, they're real. And as you might guess, not every child will experience it, just like not every adult will experience it. But you need to know that it exists. And as I have covered, you need to know one, that it can happen, two, how you can recognize it, and what you can do about it. And as always, there are a lot of verses that you can share with your children and that can help you also. For instance, Psalms 51.10 says, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit in me. Jeremiah 29.11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Now, with each one of these, you can see how Even though we're coming out of the holidays and we don't know what's going to happen in the future, we know that God will create a clean heart in us. And we know that he has a plan for us. And even if we have no clue exactly what those plans are, as long as we listen and teach our children to be still and know that he is God, that can make all the difference. And then Deuteronomy 31.6 says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you, and he will never leave you or forsake you. So parents, let your child know that even if they are feeling a little down, there's something to look forward to. And more importantly, that God is going to be there guiding them and guiding you and helping you to parent on purpose. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Purposeful Parenting. For more tips on parenting, or if you would like to reach out, Please visit me on HarrietRowe.com and follow me on Facebook, Harriet Rowe. That's Harriet with two T's. I look forward to grabbing a cup of tea or coffee with you next week. Feel free to invite a friend. Until then, this is Harriet Rowe reminding you to parent on purpose. Music